Caps Puck Drop Podcast. This is the Game 4 and potentially the uh, series sweep game against the Winnipeg Jets. We are in the second period, keeping with tradition with the Winnipeg series. Uh, we skipped the first, another little bit of, little bit of a snoozer again in the first period. Yeah, but weirdly. I think the last two games, they've kind of been picking it up in the second. Yeah, this this game definitely... Game 2 was definitely the most boring. Yeah, well, first of all, uh, thanks for the jinx on the sweep comments. <laughs> <laughs> But no, you know, the first period, while the score sheet would say otherwise, it was a monotonous period yeah. yet again. Two goals from the Habs, one from Gustafsson on the power play, assists from Suzuki and Toffoli, and then another goal from Lekkanen, assists from Gallagher and Kulak. So, I mean, look, both goals came off of shots from the point. One got tipped, one didn't. Um, nice to see a just clear power play goal just go right in, you know, yeah. no problems. Uh, this so yeah. Just a nasty celly there. Yeah, it was kind of gross, yeah. but you know, it's first playoff goal of his career at like thirty years old, so yeah. I'll give it to him. <laughs> um, yeah. Then going into the second, um, you know, the Habs kind of took their foot off the gas pedal a little, and just both goals coming from Logan Stanley were just very uncharacteristic of Carey Price. They were you know clear shots they could see, especially the second one. The second one is one that, like you said one every 10 years goes in on him like that where he just fully missed the puck yeah it's like it's it's like a uh it's like if you're playing like catch with a football and like it's one of those ones where you you're not thinking about it because you, you do it so often you just go to catch and it just like misses your hands yeah, you're, and you look at your hands right like, the lips yeah you look at your hands you're like what the hell happened there yeah. you can tell he even looked at his glove after he was like yeah, he missed it, it by like half It was half just a inch. muffin. That's yeah. all it was. It happens. But, but you know, I, I think that's all he'll let in. I yeah, think. I think with with those kind of goals going in, I don't think you're going to get other ones. Yeah, um, I think I think you get that with, with, with goalies, though, sometimes. It's like, you know, he hasn't been uh, tested nearly yeah. as much this series. And I think, like, like a lot of the team this, this game, a lot of them just got complacent. And I just don't think he was expecting shots. Like, yeah, it's hard to stay sharp like that. And now, yeah. look, they, like, we, we didn't really address it, but Jeff Petrie... Game time decision, he was not dressed for the game. Um, we know now it wasn't a broken finger, but it was dislocated. Um, he's going to need surgery at some point, but the Habs have said he's going to get it after the playoffs, whenever that may be. Um, the other thing I did want to touch on, though, is, you know, it's a 2-2 game, and the announcers are talking as though, you know, like this this game is over, and they can, you know, they're talking about very few teams have come back from a 3 nothing deficit in the playoffs. You know, this game is completely wide open still. Yeah. It's a tie game. The Habs have yet to trail. Mm-hmm. And going to the third, we're on the power play. Yeah. And so, I don't know. To me, this fresh it's fresh ice. It's, you know, the guys are going to get amped. They're going to kind of get their asses handed to them a little in the locker room for being lazy. Um, there's a couple plays. I mean, um, the Jeff Petrie of this series, uh, the way Petrie played against Toronto, Anderson is playing against oh. Winnipeg. He is a sore spot yeah it's not only like in in um against toronto like you know anderson definitely wasn't having good games by any stretch of imagination but at least he wasn't a a defensive liability now when he's out there not only is he not producing offense but he's a serious defensive liability that first shot from from stanley again like that was anderson's man that's anderson's man who he was for some reason playing in front of the net and then another thing, too, I notice a lot of the time, and I think this is why he's with Byron, is he's on the wrong side of the ice yeah. all the time. He, he, I understand he's a bit of a, like, you know, like he a rover. He finishes his checks. I yeah, mean. and I, I understand he's a rover in the sense where, like, he plays an east-west game as, long, as well as a north-south, but, like, 
you need to be on the boards. Like, you're yeah. a winger. You need to be there. I'm okay with that east-west game uh, in back. the neutral zone or in the offensive zone. You don't do that in our zone. Yeah, you and he just comes back on the wrong side of the ice. Yeah. That's the issue. He doesn't come back down the right wing. He yeah. comes across the ice, and he constantly leaves that left D open. And Winnipeg's left D, like, they're exposing. You see Stanley's shooting a lot. You're seeing Morrissey shoot a lot. You're seeing... Um, I forget the other one's name. Um, well, it's, it's Jordy Ben even sometimes. Yeah. Like these guys shouldn't be taking shots on Carey Price. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got to pull it together. But you know, other than that, I, I, I think if we just keep the pressure up, we'll we'll get another one. I I, I definitely don't see us getting a bunch. But mm-hmm. uh, if we can just get one in on this on this power play goal and just seal the deal, that'd be that'd be sweet. We just have to tighten it up a bit defensively. I'm noticing they're. Not have, having as much of an issue, uh, Winnipeg is in the uh, neutral zone this game. I noticed that they're, you know, they, they've kind of adapted their play style like, like as they should have, mm-hmm. and you know they're making much longer stretch passes across the neutral zone, so they don't have to kind of get bogged down in there. Yeah. Especially with that like that inc- incredible Lekin and Dano Gallagher line, they're they're just firing tonight. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Other than that, do you have any other comments? No, honestly, no. I'm just um. I want to go. What about Romanov? How do you find Romanov? You know, he's he's been fine. No yeah. problems. Um, definitely. No, yeah, he's not taking any stupid big hits. Yeah, and I don't notice him out of place either. Yeah. He's just doing his part. He is physical, so it's fine. But um, we definitely miss Jeff Petrie for that completed top four. And honestly, I just I want to see them go out there, close the game out, and get the rest because this was definitely the weakest of the four games so far. So let's get you know push for twenty more minutes close out the series and be able to just kind of, uh, you know, start prep, uh, preparing for either Vegas or Colorado. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys after the game. All right. After three, we got a tie game. Um, you know, just looking at the shots alone, there's one that's going to get through Hellebuck at this yeah. point. That was some great pressure the last minute there. Yeah. It's, you know, there's there's not too much, I would say, to comment on in the third other than, you know, they, they brought the intensity back up. Um, couple decent chances. But yeah, way better than the second. It just, you know, I don't like this lulling carry price into kind of like a like a stupor almost, where like they're they're essentially doing like what the announcer said, like a rope a dope, basically not letting price kind of warm up. Yeah, exactly. and so the shots are kind of catching him off guard. It's the Homer Simpson boxing match. Yeah, exactly. Where so it's like, uh, yeah. You, you know, we're in their zone for a while, and then we have one bad break, and then all of a sudden it's like yeah. a two-on-one with Connor. And... Well, that's it. And if anything, we know from overtime, uh, the Habs really can bring it, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. And, yeah, the, the Jets are going to be playing... starting out there? I think they're going to start with that defensive line style where it's going to be Deno, Gallagher, and Byron, and maybe even instead of Lekkanen for the first shift. But they might just put Lekkanen right in right away. I think it's just... That or I could see them putting in the stall line. Yeah, maybe the stall. Depending line. on the matchups, really, because we have home ice advantage. The the main thing here is just, you know, get just get pressure on early yeah. and keep it because they're you know the Jets are hanging on by a thread at this point. Yeah, one mistake will end their season. Yeah, run four D. I wouldn't put that last deep defensive pairing out no, there. No, I don't think it's necessary. Just even. keep them out. Just keep the four guys out there. And- just kind of cycle them in. Maybe swap uh, every once in a while Kulak with Gustafsson just because Gustafsson's having a good game. That's it. But I, I'd keep Romanov off for this just because that would be, you know, terrible. Well, obviously, it would be terrible for us to, to lose this game off of a mistake he makes because he doesn't have a lot of experience in the playoffs. And it would also be terrible for his confidence. Definitely. At the same time, like, you don't want to also 
at the same time, you say, like, we don't trust you in the big moments. Yeah, but I don't think he'll get that if, like, the third pair just doesn't play. That's it. That's what I mean. I if they run, like, 5D, then it'd yeah. be bad. But, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. I'm sure he'll get a few minutes just as, like, yeah. breather. But, you know, let's, let's I just don't go think they're going to change much. No, I don't think so. I think they're going to go play a game. You know, we're doubling their shots. I think we're going to say... Oh, we're, we're over that, I think. At, at the very least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, almost triple, probably. And... You know, I think if we just really put the pressure on them, someone's going to take a bad penalty, someone's going to shoot it over the glass, someone's going to take a cross-checking po- uh, call, and then you'll post the power play and we'll get it done. Yeah, Gallagher's really into their skin, yeah. so it'll uh, it'll show up in the, in the OT. So, yeah, we'll catch... Uh, about to drop the puck, so we'll catch you guys after the game, and hopefully uh, hopefully we're, we're done with Winnipeg. There we go. The sweep is complete. That did not take long either. Hey, what a pass from Caulfield and great finish from Toffoli. Just yeah, the Habs made a habit of scoring early and putting the pressure on in yeah. overtime. So that's seven straight wins for the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. I, I really don't see anything stopping us at this point. Um, if anyone watched the game, yeah. you'll get that reference. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is honestly... Sweeping this team was very important. One for... Um, Morale. Well, first reason, the morale in terms of our power play, I mean, we completely turned it on its head from Toronto. So that's number one for me. Number two is, um, you know, our guys are pretty beat up at this point. I mean, like, we're riding a buzz that's, you know, very mentally fatiguing. And it's good that they're going to have a week to basically, you know, obviously work hard at practice. Um, but, you know, maybe not take as many hits for a few days and, you know, kind of sleep in a little bit and uh, really rest up and, you know, I'm specifically thinking of Jeff Petrie, you know, with those dislocated fingers. Like, it's good to know that he doesn't have to come back on Wednesday and really uh, make sure that we win this series. He can take, you know, take the time and make sure he's, he's getting all healed up before whatever it's Colorado or Vegas. Um, it's going to be huge because that's going to be one hell of a series. And, uh, and that series is tied 2-2, so yeah. we've got a minimum of two games so minimum of four days plus a rest so we're looking at like five yeah, to six it's gonna days be Monday, Tuesday for the next and game, so. you know let's let's start off before we even go any further congratulations to the Montreal Canadiens on being the number one team in Canada yeah there it is as we all knew from the beginning they yeah. would yeah. um yeah I'm almost lost for words how well they played this this series yeah I mean last seven games yeah honestly. I mean I don't know what clicked. It's just... Uh, I just think, you know, you, they put the plan to action, and the more times you do that over and over... Look, teams are wise to our play style. They still can't beat it. Yeah, I think, honestly, what happened was the vets basically took charge. I, yeah. You see that stall parry line with Armia. You see Byron playing, like, so well tonight. Gallagher started scoring late in that Toronto series. Yeah. And I think that's all just carried over. I mean... You know, Price, obviously, and that goes without saying. I mean, he's just been incredible. Um, but I think, you know, it's interesting what, what, what a guy like Corey Perry does. You know, like, you look at Dallas last year. I mean, they go to the Stanley Cup Finals. They lose him. You know, they, they, don't, don't, make the they don't make the playoffs. But You need those um, guys. Like, this is the thing. We, we got Corey Perry, and, for example, Toronto tried to do that with Wayne Simmons. It didn't work. You need certain guys. They're, they're just guys who... You know, Corey Perry's a Stanley Cup champion. It's like, look, the Leafs have Joe Thornton. He's never gone the distance. Um, I'm trying to think of guys who brought on vets late in a... You know, there, there's a couple of years ago, 
Derek Fisher came back to Nashville. Justin Williams came back to Carolina, and like it, it just didn't go that way. But it's it's you know you just you need guys who have been there before. Like Derek Bergevin said, like he there wasn't a, you know it wasn't by accident that he brought on what was it five Stanley Cup champions this year it was Stahl and Perry and Allen and Edmondson and Toffoli. Yeah, like all these guys have won the Stanley Cup, and like it wasn't by accident. Yeah, it's just. Uh certain mentality and and most importantly to that mentality is just the resilience to go all the way i i just notice our team is much more um much more resilient to like to not only injury but also just the mental fatigue this this postseason like i know you, you see a lot of teams they have these lulls which is understandable in the playoffs where like they can't keep up that mental energy but you know, we're seven games in, and I haven't seen a dip in energy yet. Well, I mean, like maybe are... this, maybe this second period, maybe a little bit. But yeah, like, but other than that, I can't tell if it was us or if it was Winnipeg getting kind of like an oh shit moment, and they really picked it up. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah, but um, it's nothing new. But you know, it's also the fact that Carey, well, Carey Price is playing like Carey Price plays in the playoffs. Mm. Um, the defense is playing big, violent hockey, which is just they're keeping that lane open so he can see the puck. And then this is the big thing for me. Our forward lines are actually finally playing a score by committee yeah, style. Everyone's scoring. Everyone's scoring. So, so we just we have so many moving targets. There's no guy to lock down. Uh, you know, if Gallagher's not scoring, to fully scoring, to fully not scoring, Suzuki scoring. Well, that's know. the thing is looking at our. our also, I I honestly I'm pretty confident saying that we probably have the best top four D in the in that playoffs right now. At this point, for yeah, sure. yeah for sure. Most complete, I would yeah. say. But, you know, looking at, you know, not including tonight's games, because I'm sure it hasn't updated yet, but just in terms of points here, just a moment, I, it's, it's finally you're seeing everyone's on the board for a good amount of time. You know, we've got, I only have the regular season stats here. It's, uh, you know, here, hang on, I'm going to look it up. You just go on for a minute. um, You know, I'm most excited to see this, this week off, like, what they choose to, to fix, like, there's not there's not many kinks in the armor right now with with this team and like I'm I'm curious to see what they because we have at least five days off eh yeah I think so, it's really a help like just rest and be healthy it's rest but we have to think of a few things because like you have to use this time more wisely like it, clearly Winnipeg didn't use it properly like mm-hmm. they used it to rust and, well that's uh, the thing is you want to keep the guys active I would almost say like you don't even have to focus much on strategy you just need to keep everyone's conditioning up. Yeah, I just I think with with the teams that we're going up against, strategy is going to be important. Like, I I can't even figure who I want to play more. To be honest, like I, I just can't figure. Cause, I know because like I we have a strong record against Vegas. I'm worried about playing a team that we can't physically like like match. I know you know like 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 like. Um, like yeah, the you know Colorado's more talented defensively, but they're way smaller, and I'm almost more comfortable with that rather than playing like a Petrangelo. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know, I don't know. I, I, I'm still gonna think about it, but you know, either way, you know, um, we're gonna have to figure out something just because they they got some powerful top six. Yeah, and you know the teams haven't met each other all year, so there is that aspect of like. You have an idea what the team's like, but you don't That's really... That's going to be There's going to be a lot of kind of like feeling out parts of the game, which is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to make my point that I was making earlier, going into tonight's game, we had Toffoli with eight points, Stahl with seven, Army with seven, Perry with six, Suzuki with six, Kotkaniemi with four, Weber with three. 
everyone had a point except for Sherrod Kulak and Merrill. Yeah. I think Kulak on the board tonight, right? Yeah. Um, did Sherrod? No. So Sherrod doesn't have a point. No, doesn't that's have so a point. Strange. He's having like one of the best post. But it, best, that's like, exactly it. Like, I, it's been the best seven games. I was gonna say doesn't have a point. I couldn't care less. Yeah. Honestly. My main point though is it's like that. Denial. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, my main my main point being like, you know, eight, seven, seven, six, six, four. You know, it's like the, there's a lot of guys playing almost at half a point per game or higher, mm-hmm. and that's you know, what we had before in the in the regular season was we had Defoli going off. And no one else. And then we had Suzuki going off and no one else. And now all of a sudden, everyone's scoring. Eric Stahl has nine points or seven points in nine games. Yeah. You know, and now I'm looking at Lekkinen's point per game. Well, that's, that's exactly what I was going to go up to next is like looking at who got points tonight. We have Gustafson getting on the board, Toffoli, Suzuki, Lekkinen, Gallagher, Kulak, and then Toffoli, Suzuki, and Caulfield. So Suzuki actually got an assist as well yeah. for the overtime goal. So that's by, by my count there. Two points for Toffoli, um, three points for Suzuki tonight. Um, Lekkinen got a one point. Gustafsson got a point. Kulak, Gallagher, Coffin. Like they, there's a lot of people getting points, mm. and so you know we're fine. Like everyone's contributing and everyone's doing their part, and that's how you win Stanley Cups. Yeah, everyone does their part. So going forward, just curious to your opinion, who would you rather play? Like just, just. You don't have to like commit to it, but just off the no, top I, of your head, would you? Have I know. Top of my, see, this is the thing. I have, there's two schools of thought for me. So one, they're almost polar opposite teams. That's the thing. Like for me, one, I see Vegas as the better, like the lesser team right now. So you want to play the lesser team. However, the matchup with Colorado might be beneficial. They have small defensemen that we can get right up in there. Like that, that's I can see that fourth line dominating that. Well, that's the that's what I'm. Another considering. thing too with Vegas that I'm worried about is like running into a hot goalie. Yeah, I mean, look, Flurry and Grubauer are both up, I believe, for the Vesna this year. They both yeah. had good years. I, but I, yeah, but Flurry's Flurry's a, Flurry. That, that's Flurry's what I was getting at. Is that goalie. Flurry is actually an elite goalie? Like Grubauer is just a reliable starter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the way we just badgered Connor Hellebuck, I don't think there's a goalie in the league that, you know, was, yeah, I mean, is, yeah, is going to have a better series. Yeah, I, I think, you know, aside from Vasilevsky and, you know, maybe one or two others, I think Hellebuck's probably still the best goalie in, in, in the league, like, in the regular season anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to deny Carey Price in the playoff is, is no. definitely the best goalie in the league. I mean... No, most definitely not. Just the, 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 you know, I mean, he has the highest save percentage in, in the playoffs right now, but even if you don't look at that stat and you look at dangerous chance save percentage, he, like, blows, I think second place is Marc-Andre Fleury, but he had, like, um, I think Price was, like, a 9.82 this morning, and, and Fleury was a 9.66. There you go. So, it's like, his, his dangerous shot save percentage is just insane, so... Um, you know, I think he's obviously best in that, but I think consistently Connor Hellebuck is probably the guy I'd want uh, in the regular season. Um, so I'm not, I, I'm not really scared about goalies in general, but I just know Marc Andre Fleury particularly has this like um, he can easily you know play how he's been playing in the last few games, or he can just go and have like four straight shutouts. Like right, it's very and strange. if he's not playing well, they put in Leonard. Yeah. So, Grubauer so, doesn't have that backup to no. kind of, like, pull him if, uh, to, to swap if he's if he's having a rough few. And I, I just, I, I'm more comfortable with Perry being able to, like, get in front of the net. You know, maybe yeah. Anderson can have a bigger role. Like, Well, that's it. Well, so, I, you know, I'm sure now once we, once we know with the series, we'll have our breakdown as well. 
it'll be a little different because we won't have comparable stats, but, um, you know, the one thing we will look at is just kind of like matchups, a lot of matchups. And so, you know, I look forward to what it comes down to is though, I think the difference between the two teams at this point is not like big enough to want to play one team specifically. Yeah. That's the thing. Like in the pros and cons category, like they, they just kind of, they, they eclipse each other. Like, you know, like for me, you know, Vegas has the goaltending, but then Colorado is the offense. And like, yeah, it kind and, of I, and I just and look forth. at, like, I don't really feel like I want to ever play against Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, it's like, But at yeah. the same time, we have Philip Deneau. It's like Vegas has the size, you know, uh, yeah, so, Colorado has the speed. So yeah, we're, we're going to, def- this is it. This is what basically. The good we, news is, is that we actually don't have to choose. <laughs> right? well, that's like, it. They, they're going to choose for us, so. Yeah, and, and again, during the analysis, like, we'll really make a deep dive. And, like, mm-hmm. it, I'm sure there's going to be things that surprise us. But, uh, yeah, honestly, I just, we swept Winnipeg. Yeah, swept them. Swept them. Yeah. So, swept them. That, that's just so big. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had sweeping someone. I know. Incredible. Yeah, so. I can't remember the last time I could think of the Habs where it was like this terrible pathological mentality that I had during the regular season where it was like, Oh, we had a good game. Next game is gonna be terrible. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> terrible. I mean, but this we is the can't team. We can string two together. Yeah. And now we can string seven together. This apparently. this is the team that Mark Bergevin built. Realistically, yeah. this is the this team this plus is a little Bergevin. bit more from Josh Anderson. Plus. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, we will let you guys enjoy the night. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we will see you in a couple of days. A couple of days with a full. Um, Full analysis of what's to come, and uh, hopefully we'll have a better idea of the matchup. Because um, maybe not. I think this. I think this series might go to seven. It very well could. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Habs Puck Drop podcast. You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at habspuckdrop. We'll see you next time.